Well now, Jim, we're into springtime. And what does springtime mean apart from uh, St. Bridget's Day and Valentine's Day and a lot of other days? It means that people must get out of their gardens. And with me this morning, I have Vera Jemison. Good morning, Vera. Good morning. Thank and you. thank you so much for coming in. And thank Vera, you for having me on. Put us right on our gardens. What should we be doing now at this time of the year? Well, this time of the year, I suppose it's all about preparation for the months ahead and the year ahead, possibly, hopefully. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, it's basically clean-up time. It's basically, if you're into your tunnels and your glass houses and all that, particularly the glass house, um, I was cleaning the other day, just basically getting all the pots out and cleaning them and looking for cracks and diseases and pests and all the little yes. little mm -hmm. creatures that live in your glass house over the winter. So it's basically that clean up and tidy up and sterilise and clean all your pots. Um, How I do you sterilise your pots, Vera? I just basically use hot water and a drop of Jay's fluid. Yeah, the old-fashioned old way, just as good as any. And do you have to tip out all the soil and get yes. new stuff? Yes, you do? yes, yeah. ideally, yeah. ideally, yes. Yeah. Um, and basically, then uh, leave them outside to air off for a while, and mm -hmm. uh, clean your glass inside and outside your benches, all of that. I just use a diluted mixture of warm water and Jay's fluid. Yeah. Um, any plants that you've in there, just move them out, just in case it does any damage to them. But generally, it's okay to do mm -hmm. that. And then regards the tunnel, it's the same basic principle inside. And if you're feeling energetic and that, try and clean the outside of your tunnel to basically get as much light as you can into the tunnel. And the soil, do you have to change the soil in the tunnel? Not really. No. Not really. No. no. Okay. But you probably will have to add a more organic matter to it. The more organic matter you can add, obviously, the better. Give it a G up. But it also depends on the soil. So I would recommend that you do, um, in the tunnel, particularly a soil test. Or there again in the garden, do a soil test. Just to make sure that the what the plants that you're or the crop that you're going to be growing has the correct nutrients. And can you required. do that yourself? You can. How yeah. do you do that? You can buy little test kits. Oh. Um, they're most available, most mostly available in good garden centres or shops. You know, yeah. hardware shops. I you bet can you, buy them. you knew that, Tim, did you? I, I did, but I'm just wondering. Then, does it tell you? Say, you do. You get your kit and and you do your test, and it tells you presumably what's what you're short of. It does. It gives you the pH of the soil. That's for the garden as well as the yeah. tunnel. And you add whatever you... You get a little file and there's, a, and there's a powder on the bottom of it and you go around and you just take a sample of the clay or the soil and you put it into the little file and you put water in on top and you shake it, give it a really good shake and wait for it to settle and it could turn to a different colour. And you compare it with the chart that it gives you in the package. Oh, yes. Very simple to do. To go back to your good garden centre then and you tell them maybe the result and they'll tell you what you need. Well, they should be able to do that, yeah. But yeah. generally you can Google it. You can read it up. Or you can Google it. Yeah. Mr. Google is right. <laughs> He's a good at times. You can Google, you can Google um, <laughs> what you need to put in. It's just generally tends to be more the pH, so it's the lime that's in the soil. Yes, yeah, thing. yeah. And mm -hmm. it, depending on what organic matter you're adding as well, chicken manure has, a, you know, it's high, different elements. Than yeah, the pellets, is it? Well, you can use chicken from the farm as well. Oh, right, okay. And a lot of people now are into horse manure and all of yeah, that, mm -hmm. and uh, mushroom compost, spent mushroom compost and all that. So they all have different pHs. So they're all things that you need to consider if you are growing a crop, Okay. you know. Yeah, talking about um, horse manure now, um, 
Roses? Is it good for roses? Yes, it's, oh, it's yeah. fine. It's Provided fine. you get a really well... Any compost is pretty good yeah. for general garden Well rotted. Provided it's good, well rotted manure. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, a lot of people have, uh, you know, they buy their own compost bin at home and they throw all... Uh, matter yes, into yes, it, mm. right. potato peels and all that kind yeah, of thing, yeah. uh, and and that's okay presumably. That's good as well, but there again, you need to watch what you're putting in there too, because obviously, I mean, p- potato skins and banana skins and all those, they all have different pHs and different in them as well. So you need to you need to know basically too what's what your finished compost pH-wise and organic matter is. Is it high yeah. in nitrogen? Is it high in potash? Is it high in, is it low on this? Is it low on that? Is it high on that? So that needs to be checked as well. But yes, it is definitely good. Definitely, yeah. definitely yeah. good. Mm-hmm. And with the price of compost and the uh, unavailability of things this year, yeah, I mean, that's the way to go. Uh, is there a lot of gaps? Oh, huge gaps. Like what, Fiona? Huge gap. Well, I mean, the use of peat now. Yeah. You know, even from a commercial point of view, for people who are grown commercially, it's a huge cost. Yes. Oh, and, yes, cost. But is it available? Well, with difficulty. Is yeah, right? it is. But, but, but the whole thing is, is changing regards that. Yeah. yeah. You know? We yeah. don't produce peat anymore, uh, but we import it. Is that correct? Yeah. Isn't that <laughs> scandalous? Yeah. Well, I can understand it to a point, but like, well, there's, a, there's a point and there's a point yeah. in it. You know, I mean... I mean, I've been in the last 30-something years in horticulture, and I mean, it's always been a case of, you know, sustainability. Yes. You know, what's yeah. taken out was put back and mm-hmm. all of that. So, I, I, I'd be honest with you, I don't see that, but they tell us the powers that be. Yes, and yeah. we have to believe That's them. That's it, yeah. Yeah. And the other thing or two in the garden this time of the year, basically, is anybody who's interested, you know, that needs to plant hedging or fruit trees or any of those things, they're now all... Now is av- the time. Yes, they're all okay. available now, bare root, which, bare means, root. which means that they come without clay, soil, right. compost, or, in other words, the plant is dormant. Right, okay. It's ready, you know. Until you plant it. Until you plant it. Okay. You plant it. And, of course, with the, the ground, unless it's frozen or waterlogged, which is... It's you a know. bit too cold at the moment, isn't no, it? No, it's not. Is it no, not? because they're dormant, so oh, they're right. not, there's no growth, okay. there's no activity yet. And what kind of nutrients should you put in with bare root, uh, we'd say fruit? Well, if you, yeah. have, if you have a general, if you have a fairly good soil, you don't need to put in anything. anything. No. You don't need okay. to put anything, but I mean, you could use uh, blood fish and bone, or there again, you could use your garden compost, or you could use... Um, chicken manure and those that we've already discussed you know okay okay but Mm -hmm. generally if the soil is pretty good you've got to bear in mind that the plant isn't growing it's no roots at the moment you know it hasn't got it's not ready for high feed yet yes okay Mm -hmm. you know so uh, would this be a good time then to plant with a hedging oh yes which is bare root hedging bare root hedging well you can plant hedging at any time but bare root hedging is best now plus the fact it's uh, much much um Price-wise, it's much, much cheaper to do it bare root than it is to yes. grow potted for obvious reasons, you know. Yes, of course, yeah. You know? And just not to plant it on a, on a night that you expect frost. Well, we, we, we won't really get that much frost that will damage it, really, you know. Yes. But, and as I said, you, Jim, it's bare root. Isn't, it's not really active into growth until you see the leaves starting to pop out on it, which won't be till about April, May, April anyway, May time, you know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Although, having said that, I notice my own roses and all that have started to come into leaf, would you believe it? Are they really? They are. Yeah. Now, the last wind, the last couple of days, did curl up the leaves a little bit. All right, when did you prune your roses this year, Vera? 
Well, I suppose I did them in February. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Or, mm -hmm. uh, sorry, early, 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 end of January, sure, I suppose, yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, yeah. January was a very good month this, yeah. this year, wasn't it? Was, it? yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. But I just did them, and I felt like doing them. We got nice weather, so I did them. Yeah. Mm. I hear Jim, who's the gardener in my house, and I, I know no, I knows nothing. But anyway, <laughs> I, I, he says that our roses, we have them for a long time. Yes. And that the, they're, they're branching out. Yes. And that it's harder to prune them now. So what should he be doing? Well, I suppose the older roses, they basically build up a lot of dead, old, hard, heavy, thick wood. Yeah. Anything that's thicker than your finger should, and should come out. Anything thicker than your finger. And well, that's you, what we were always told yeah. in the horticultural business yeah. was should, anything thicker than your finger should come out. Yeah. Should if he it's replace dark brown. Them, should if, he replace them, he's wondering. No, not no. really. Not, okay. not unless they're completely and utterly worn out, you know. But, yeah. but generally, if he looks after them in the sense, which I'm sure he does, give them a good pruning, plenty of food. Roses yeah. are very, 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 very demanding, hungry plants. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And you need to feed your roses at least three times a year. Do you? To yeah. get that yeah. really, because if a rose, if any, well, say, of course, for any plant, if any plant is struggling regards health-wise, well, it's not going to produce flowers. No. And no. it's going to be sickly and it's going to get every disease under the horizon sun, no matter what you do yeah. with it. So yeah. if you've got your plants, any plant that you, looked after, you look after uh, with good nutrients, good care, good maintenance, will benefit in the yeah. end and will reward you with... Good plants, yeah. you know. It's been a good year for the roses, has the good song goes. The, the last couple of years, yeah. they, we've had a few yeah. years. I yeah. think every flower seems to have its own time, doesn't it? It does, yeah. it does. Mm. Yeah. So if I was a, a new in a new build now, Vera, mm. where would you start? In a new build now, where would you start? Well, they're getting back to, first of all, what soil you have. Yeah. Back to that again. Because Cleaning that, up. That is the basic of our growth. Um, basically, tidying up. If you're putting in your lawns, obviously you'd be waiting until later in the year. Or if you wouldn't have had it done last September, yeah. you'd wait until later in the year for that. When? Uh, usually it's in around um, May. Oh, May, June, that late. That, yeah. That kind of yeah. Thing. Well, you see the ground has to warm up, so there's right. no planting sowing seed because it won't germinate right okay. you know mm -hmm. unless you're going to turf it which means you buy the actual lawn turf rows oh, I know. and rows yes. and you turf it then mm -hmm. you can do maybe a little bit earlier but there again it depends on the weather yeah but um regards and then you decide well okay are you going to have a little veggie patch are you going to put up a little glass house if you have space for all of that or a or hedge a, maybe or a hedge mm -hmm. or your shelter belt or your privacy belt or your fencing whatever yeah. That can all be done now. Yeah. And people who know nothing about plants, like if I moved into a new built house now, I wouldn't have a clue, really. Mm. What kind of plants would you go for? Do you know what I mean? Would you go for shrubs or would you go for perennials? What would you go for? Well, it would depend on whether you're basically where your, gar where your garden is. Right. Are you in the country or are you in the city or mm -hmm. are you in a town? Mm -hmm. What kind of space you have? depending on the type of hedge. Well, obviously, hedges mature, so hedges get wider, yeah. hedges get taller. So you'd have to choose which hedge you like. In the countryside, you'd be putting in maybe something like uh, beech hedging. Lovely hedge, isn't it? Vegas yeah. or one of those, yeah. you know. Hawthorn, Crataegus, any of those. You'd be putting in um, any of the natural hedges. Some people yeah. mix hedges. They put in a natural hedge, which is basically all the hazel and the willows and the... Uh, Blackthorn, Whitethorn, they just put in a mixture of hedges. That, yeah. law, that has to be all done now because that only is available bare root. Okay. 
now. Um, yeah. yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. um, decorative hedging, of course, with the grizzly linear, with the laurels, we have the all the the um, the uh, the privet. Privet now. Well, yeah, the privet and any of those decorative. Yeah. The poor old grizzly linear got an awful doing a couple of years ago, didn't it? It, it did. Came but back, a lot of it has come back. Yeah. 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 A lot of it has come back. And again, for a small, we say, garden uh, in a new build, mm. trees. I mean, people are inclined to put in trees that are not at all suitable. They're far too big. Yes. And, um, yes. you know, they cause problem. Well, um, I suppose you'd have to go really to your garden centre or your nursery and ask them really yeah. what, what, what kind of trees, depending on your, there again, your soil. Yeah. Um, you you know, your mountain ashes, they like the, the more acidic soil. Mm -hmm. Your hazels, dwarf hazels, any of those, they all need a drier soil. Yeah. Then you'd have the likes of your cherry blossoms. Kind of more mm -hmm. ornamental trees. If you're into that, yeah. and then you have your willows and your all of those, depending, as you said. But your garden centre will advise you on those things. Oh, there again, Mr. Google. Mm. <laughs> I, I know when we built our house, we, we planted, we just wanted trees because, mm. you know, we wanted trees as quickly as possible. Of course, yeah. And, but we didn't always plant the right type of trees. We planted two large poplars just inside the gate. Yes. yes. Which reached for the sky very quickly and they yeah. went in under the wall as well. They did. Oh, they you do a lot of damage, I think, poplars, don't they? Yeah. Yeah. Well, any tree, any tree. Would they? Yeah. Any tree that's... We always were, we said that if you have a tree that's 60 foot high, we'll say, well, you're going to have at least 25 of that in roots. Yes. 20, yeah. 25 of that in roots because the height of the tree will determine, you know, most roots go out more oh, than God the width said. of the tree. Mm. They have to for food yeah, yeah. and life, you know, food and water and nutrients. Mm -hmm. And so I suppose there's certain kind of trees you can't plant near the road or at least they'll, they'll end up being a danger to traffic. Correct, correct, yeah. 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 So, you know, if you, think of your, if you think of your garden and you think of the size, if the tree gets to three, five, we'll say five metres, um, well, you've got to remember that the roots could be out five metres. Yes. I think our house will be coming down soon. <laughs> <laughs> because they've got to go out, the roots have got to go out, particularly the feeder roots, which are the ones that goes out to get the nutrients yeah. and the water and all of that. They have to be outside of the canopy of the tree. Yeah, Otherwise they don't trees, get any, I hate touching you know, them, but they have to be... And then, you have, then you have the taproot, that's the main root that comes down from the actual stem. Yeah. That's what basically holds the tree in place, that's the anchor. Yeah. Well, that's generally... That can be an issue for some varieties as well. Right. But it's generally the guys that go out that have looking for the food and the water or mm. the can can be. Yeah. A difficult And when they get very high actually they're a problem, aren't they? Yeah. They, yeah. I don't recommend planting trees near a house. Do you not? No. Well no. for that reason and yeah. also the leaves and the yeah. green and everything that they they yes, they do get kind they of, do, you know, I mean, you know, I love, walls and things. They I love trees problems. just as much as anybody else, yeah. and they're very, very important for, you know, for the environment, from for everything, and they are decorative with some lovely trees, you know. Yeah. But um, there again, you have to, they have... To balance everything. Right place, the right, or, yeah. uh, right tree for the right place. Yes. Okay. Vegetables, mm. When would you start planting or digging or... Well, outs outside, I suppose, you're probably a little bit, um, it's pr prepared the ground. Um, planting outside, well, you wait until, well, I would be waiting until, in my ground where I am, I have to wait until about March, in the yes, March, yeah. April. Mm -hmm. Now, having said that, I have started in my little glass house 
Um, I have some peas sown, and I oh, grew good. some sweet pea in November. I put them in. Right. And um, they are well up, and they'll be ready. And do you plant those out then, Vera, the sweet pea? Oh, you do. Yeah, yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. I, I like to start pea. them off the year before. Yeah. Because uh, it gives you a really, really good, strong good start. Start. Yeah. Um, I planted my ordinary garden peas. I have them growing now for the last, sown for the last, I suppose, three weeks or more. And they're just up. They're up about a quarter of an inch. And I just grow oh them. I just grow them in, you know, the the, poly, the polystyrene trays you get I do, for, yes, yes. Mm-hmm. say, with cakes or yeah. buns or some of those things in them, little mini tunnels. So I just sow the bit of compost, general compost, in the bottom and sow my seeds in that for lettuce and cabbage and those kind of things. Now, the peas I did grow, I got newspaper. I just got newspaper and made it into a... Um, like a cylinder and filled it with compost and popped my seed in there. Oh. And I have them all tight in a tray, standing up in a tray. So when they're ready to go out, then I can plant the newspaper and the whole lot. So there'll be no root disturbance. Make me feel very useless, Vera, tell you. Well, it was You're using so up... ahead of yourself. It was using up newspaper. <laughs> yes, and of course the newspaper will, will rot, will yeah. compost. It will compost, yeah. 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 yeah, and, you know, because, like, OK, you can go, you can buy plastic things and you can go out and buy I know. That. Mm. But, I mean, not alone that. They're very expensive, plus the fact why buy, you know, re- this is reduce, just... reduce plastic waste, you Ab- know. Absolutely, yeah. yeah. And um, I suppose the the main crop vegetables will go in much later then. Well, I have lettuce in at the moment, and they're yeah. they're just peeping. Yeah. Uh, cabbage hasn't appeared yet. Um, I have spring onions sown; they haven't appeared yet. Um, the peas are up. Um, so basically, that's all I've done really, other than that. All that's all. Got <laughs> all. Ah, yeah. <laughs> it was just there was one day there. Don't be giving out, Shirley. Is that all? There was a there was a couple I mean, she's of. A mountain of work done. There was a couple of days there in the last, I suppose, six weeks or so, and they were really nice. They were. And I just went up to the tunnel, and I was listening to a blackbird while he was singing his heart out. And you know what? Nature is fantastic. It is, absolutely. When you have a a feel and a love for it, the Ah, garden, it is great. Well, after 42 years doing it. Yeah. Yes, you get to like it. You, it's it's it, it, it's believe it or not it's nearly it's nearly in your blood. It is yes. in your DNA. Yeah. I'd say. Yeah. Vera, talking about uh, p- uh, pot plant uh, pots now for the patio much much later. Do mm. you do pots for spring? Do you spring oh yes plant? do yes. you yes yes you, you, you well you'd have your well I suppose in September October last year you should have planted you put in your bulbs like you oh, know, yes, your yes. muscaris your and, and your the, tulips and your mm. snowdrops and your daffodils and all that and then your pansies or your violas or yeah. whatever on top. Mm-hmm. Um, and I mean, you can put in your your heathers and things if you want a bit of colour. I mean, you can still plant them up. There's no problem, you know. Pots are a lot of work, Vera, aren't they? If you want to replant them again for the summer and no, but the, they give you great value. Or they give you great value. They give they you do great. They give you great yeah, value. And you can you move know, them around. And you yeah, can, and yeah. and you can change them around. And particularly, well, I, I like my pots. I must admit. The reeds are simple enough. To, okay. I love my pots when they're planted. <laughs> <laughs> or Geraldine will have to try and convert you. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm a lazy. I don't have it in my blood, I think. But I, I suppose the I pots don't. give you control as well over where things are. They do. And, 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 if, and if something, if we, are, if, we, if we do get a very nice 
surprised you can sh- put them in a trolley and shove them in next door or shove them into the shed or move them around. Uh, or, yeah, you can be moved. Or if, one, or if there's somebody coming to visit and there's a plant looking a bit dodgy, well, you can move yeah, the, the best foot yeah. forward. <laughs> yes, get rid of him. <laughs> you can move, move the best foot for plant forward, you know. Yeah. But as I say, getting back to the jobs in the garden, it's just all about preparation and planting and, yeah. and that. Cleaning and, up. And pruning. And if you have fruit trees that haven't, you haven't pruned yet or you haven't um, dealt with yet, you better get your act together because, like, you, you know, March is the... Once they start produce leaves, you yeah. really... This is that the same for apple trees now? It is. Yeah. Apple trees yeah. and raspberries and um, blackcurrants and gooseberries, any yeah. fruit trees, really. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, as I say, get the pruning sorted out if you need to prune. And just look for, basically, even if you don't need to prune, just look for, basically, any dead or diseased wood or, or, or yeah. particularly where there's branches crossing and rubbing and things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, now, people, you should also, I suppose, if you have fruit trees, particularly apples and pears and plums and all that, put what they call a grease band. Now, you used to be able to buy them years ago, but I just make up my own, just get a piece of cotton, cotton bandage or an old bandage and wrap it around the trunk of the tree and plaster it well with Vaseline or all the way up. No, no, just just maybe six inches of a bend around oh, the, right. the trunk of the tree. Okay. It basically stops bugs from in the grass going up the tree and overwintering and things on oh, the tree. Very good. Mm. And when do you do that, Vera? Well, you can do it any time of the year, but yeah. generally you do it this time of the year or in the autumn. Okay. Yeah, God. yeah. It's just basically a way of pre- help to preventing uh, bugs from climbing the trees yeah. and that they mm-hmm. can't pass across the. The grease bands. Yeah, it's know. a very simple it solution, isn't it? Yeah, but you never think it, of it. It used to be a way that did it years ago. Yes. Years and years ago, when I started in horticulture and we were doing all of that, we always had to do our grease bands. Yeah, grease bands. Grease bands, yeah, they were a thing. Yeah. That's all gone. You used to be able to buy them, in fact. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just, just thinking of, of, we'll say, gardening as a hobby and as a way of life, etc., mm. as a pastime for people. Mm. Um, Size doesn't really come into it too oh, much. Okay. That that no matter what size of ground you have, whether you have a field or whether you have a tiny back garden mm. w- with a few window ledges, mm, mm. you can get great value out of the uh, piece of, of what you have you uh, in terms of, of gardening. Can. Would you well, agree I, with that? I would, because I found that out even the last two years. I, I mean, as you know, I, I was waiting for a hip replacement mm-hmm, and with mm-hmm. COVID and everything else. And my my mobility was greatly impaired by it. And like that, I liked the garden. I liked to get out. But I wasn't able to do a lot of things. So I decided, all right, I would do uh, container gardening. Yes. So I had my onions and I had my lettuce and I had my parsley and I had a few spuds and I had them and carrots and I had them all in pots. In pots? On a bench that I could sit on my high chair or my walker, so it's down to a walking frame at that stage for for my hip. And do you know what? It was the first year I had decent carrots because, first of all, the carrot root fly wasn't able to get to Yes, and you fresh soil. And it was, I had just as good a crop. Now, my garden is very, I have a big garden, yeah. but it's very basic in what I grow. But having said all of that, everything was fantastic. And like, uh, it was just a whole selection of buckets and half bins and broken pots yeah. and whatever else. And so you don't need to go out and buy all these fancy things. I know. You know, a paint container. You can put parsley in a paint container. Yeah. You don't need all of that. No. 
you know. Difficult enough to grow spuds in containers, though. No, no, no. Believe it or not, it wasn't. It wasn't. I grew them in black. Um, I grew them in some manure bags from my neighbour. Oh, very good. Just manure bags from my neighbour. Yeah. Just just put put um, some holes in the bottom. Put in your garden. I just used ordinary garden soil. Then I put in some farmyard manure and just topped it with a little bit of garden soil up to about maybe six, eight inches. And then put in my potatoes, my seed potatoes. And as obviously as they grew, then just topped them up with clay. And whatever I could get around the place. you're a mine of information. I and hope they, everybody they, out there they, is going out to their garden tomorrow. They, they grew very <laughs> no, they grew very, very well. I was even surprised myself, you know. Yeah. How yeah. easy it was and how simple it was. And I was able to get out in the garden. So like that, having a having a a mobility issue then, thank God, hopefully this year'll be a bit better. Yeah. Having it done. Um you know that people do that have mobility issues. You know, they, they, can can still still, they can still enjoy their yeah, garden. Yeah. They can mm-hmm. still enjoy their garden by adapting it, you know, to... So for that reason, container gardening, whether you have a patio or whether you're on a balcony or whether you just have a tiny little area in the garden, you can still... Can still do you it. can still grow your own, you know. Vera, thank you so much for coming in. It's been an absolute pleasure, isn't it, Jim? And uh, so much information. I feel Jim Collin is going to be sent out to the garden this <laughs> evening, and he's going <laughs> he's going to be working for days. I, rec- I reckon, Jim, your weekend's off <laughs> over. <laughs> thank you so much, Vera. As usual, it's great to have you on, and thanks for coming in this morning. Not thank at you very all. Much. You're very welcome. Thank it's you. a pleasure.